welcome to the People Sports Podcast. I'm Charlotte Wilder. He's Mark Titus. We've got some emails for you, but first, Mark, how are you? I'm okay, Charlotte. You're you're back in my uh, laptop screen. What happened? For a moment yeah. in time, you're here in front of me in the flesh, and then uh, now all of a sudden, I'm sitting back where it all started. I know, I know. I pulled screen. a LeBron yeah. and I went through the screen and like in Space Jam too. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen it. I haven't uh, seen it. It was good to see you. We uh, we did the live show Friday. That was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you to the uh, multiple people that came out. <laughs> Count them, folks. Multiple. At there were more than one. At least ten people were there. <laughs> uh, that was a lot of fun. And then uh, I I had plans to to see you again over the weekend, but you were uh, in West Hollywood, and I I am famously Marina Del Rey Mark, and uh, mm-hmm. I do not go I for no reason while I go east of Lincoln. No, uh, God, no. I, I do not go east of Lincoln. So, um, no, I never saw you. Like we were supposed to, we were supposed to go to the beach together and do something, and, and it just never worked out. Never, I know. Yeah. And, you know that, but I think that that was like the most LA possible. I was gonna say that scenario. Is, that is like, an LA experience. Right, yeah, you know? it's like we make plans and then like we're both kind of like I don't. It, it would take a lot of effort for both of us to make this work. So like, we made plans and then not. like, you know, <laughs> it just didn't happen. But, you know, I'll be back soon, Mark. And then you're stuck yeah. with me every weekend this oh, fall. Oh, so God. <laughs> oh, God. I wouldn't worry about it too much. I don't know. The li- Doing the live show was very fun. Thank you to everyone who listened and watched. And, uh, you know, people came and I was like... Yeah. Wow. This is, yeah. uh, we're really doing this. But, we didn't get um, heckled too badly. I thought it was going to be worse, but um, no, it was, <laughs> it was nice. What, what did you end up doing in LA? I'm curious what you're, what, what you got into. What did you just, I don't have what a guess. What my LA experience, but you know, yeah. I didn't, I'm going to be honest. I really didn't do much during the week when I was there, except work stuff because that migraine like really i was like Mm. maybe we'll just get this one out of the way and then that'll like be good for a year but um i actually ended up on saturday i ended up going east and drove around silver lake and echo park and i was like see this is what this feels like brooklyn (laughs) so i like it here (laughs) no And I, I knew you were going to hate that, so I didn't tell you no, until the podcast yeah. to get your live reaction. Silver Lake Echo Park, like, it's the most baffling thing in the world to me that people move from New York City. Mm-hmm. It's, it's basically who lives there. It's like people from New York. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. You, you fly, you move all the way across the country, Charlotte, and then you live mm-hmm. just far enough away from the beach that you could never go to the beach. Like, the whole point of living in L.A., in my mind, is, like, enjoying the weather. Enjoy Because there's, <laughs> frankly, like, there's a lot to hate about this city. But the one yeah. thing that's undefeated is the weather. And, That's and, true. and the beach vibes, you know? So, like, why I would you think, live, like, an think, hour 15 think, from the beach? It makes no sense. It doesn't add up. I think it's because Los Angeles makes me sort of anxious in general, and being in a part that feels more like New York, oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, all right. Being around other anxious people. Yeah, like, exactly. Just people I'm like, are... oh, you're also a neurotic East Coaster. Okay. Like, when you walk around West Hollywood and everyone's just, like, you know, hot, you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> I realize that the difference between New York and LA, which we'll, we can stop talking about for everyone who's not in either one of these cities, because it's like the most boring thing you could talk about, yeah. is that in LA, like people will pick you up at the airport, but in New York, you can kind of look horrible all the time, and it's endearing. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's true. LA, because LA is so narcissistic that no one cares what you're wearing or what you're. The, everyone's just about themselves so like and you're the, just you, supposed you can, to sort of like look hot all the time yeah and you can wear literally anything and as long as you're like semi-confident about it or like 
no one cares no one but new no york you can like cares. look depressed and everyone's like oh cool same <laughs> you know oh, yeah. it's like fine <laughs> anyway what did uh, you do this we weekend, should do Mark? we should do like a we, for, for the more relatable because we have a lot of people from the midwest uh yeah. that's that seems to be the people that follow me at least um are, are midwest people to make it more relatable, we should be like, you know the difference between Columbus and St. Louis? Seriously, I've always felt like, let's, do, like, like <laughs> let's do the difference between Boston and Columbus. Yeah, like, that's yeah. really, that's really what, what is the difference between Boston and Columbus? Uh, everything? Like, what's I the don't biggest know. difference to you? Uh, I, I guess they're probably very similar, right? In that, like, we both think our sports team is the only team that matters. Yeah. And, like, we yeah. both think that, like, if you have us ranked second in your power rankings, it's the biggest <laughs> offense possible. It's like, how dare you? We, but we're like, we can't take a joke really about it. Like if someone made a joke yes. about the Patriots, I no was talking one... on Friday, I was talking to someone about the George mate, believe it or not, the George Mason Patriots, uh, oh, college okay. basketball team. Yeah. And yeah. you heard, you heard us say the word Patriots and you're like, well, huh, what, who's talking about the Patriots? Oh you, yeah. <laughs> when you, when you popped, when you heard Patriots, you I this? assumed I heard yeah you were on the other side of the bar and I was I heard Patriots and I looked over and you were standing there and I was like are they are they talking no. shit about me no no exactly I yeah, assumed that, immediately that someone was saying something bad about me personally I feel like Ohio State fans are the same way where uh we, we really can't take it we like to think we can take jokes but but the moment someone makes fun of like Ohio State fans uh I I don't like it well it's what you said <laughs> it's what I you also... said on the at the live show which is that like Ohio State is the second best at everything and yeah. so you're the best at everything but like not quite so it still hits a nerve when people say yes. you're not and or, or if like it's something that's so obviously true that like i can't even deny it like if, if you make a joke i'm like that's not true we're not <laughs> stupid actually ohio state is actually a very good school check the average <laughs> act score to get in it's not you know but uh if it's something that's like undeniable where it's like you have a lot of of rednecks that cheer for you or mm. uh <laughs> the, the guys who the the super fans who paint their faces are annoying as hell or whatever else um i just i i will just like pivot away and be like yeah but that's not all of us or something right. like that, you know? <laughs> hashtag not all ohio state fans yeah uh, ohio i i know a story of ohio state fan that beat the hell out of a michigan guy in a porta potty <laughs> during the 97 game or something like that and i'm like Okay, that's probably true. But <laughs> however, here however, we are. <laughs> I never beat a guy. I never beat a guy up in a porta potty. So I read long there. books, though. Is the thing. Yeah, um, so that's probably the similarities. Um, anyway, my weekend. Uh, I had a very eventful weekend, Charlotte. I'll, I'll, I'll make it quick. Uh, I tore my meniscus playing beach volleyball Wait, on Saturday. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I mean, it's not that bad. Um, you tore your meniscus? I'm, I'm self-diagnosing it, but it's pretty obvious what happened. Yeah, because you, you, it's, it, it, it catches at the right spot Mark. when I go to straighten my knee. When I, um, yeah, it's all, it's all. That's like uh, a significant injury. I don't know. It, it's, a, it's one of those deals that like. I think this is going to suit me well moving forward because I have a built-in excuse for everything. That if I can't do something, I can just be like, I have a torn meniscus. Yeah, man. Knee, but... but like. Are, do, are you going to go to the doctor? No, I'm probably not. Oh, my God. Probably not. Men, men are the worst. Men are, like, no. you did. Oh, you God. It's funny? like, you I literally got... tore a ligament. You're like, I'm fine. And, and I have a cold, and I'm like, I'm at the doctor immediately. I, went, I got home, and I was like, I, I, I fall down. I take a shower. I get home. Like, we were playing for a while, and then, like, I, I noticed, like, as the day wore on, like, I couldn't really move as much. And I was like, it's probably just the sand because, like, 
you know, when you're playing, when you're doing athletic stuff in sand, you obviously move slower. You can't jump as high, all that kind of stuff. So I was like, I was like, it's either the sand, maybe I'm just not that great of an athlete anymore. That could be it. Like I'm getting older, obviously. Um, but I swear to God, like the, 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 the net looks like it's seven feet tall and I can't even like jump and spot like what's going on here. The day, the day goes on. I realize, oh, my knee is hurting. Like this is like, this is like a real thing. Oh my God. I go home, I take a shower, I fall into the couch and then I go to like kick my legs up and like just picking my legs up to put them up. <laughs> no. Shoots down my leg. Did you tore both menisci? <laughs> no, it was just the one on the left. Uh, and so I, uh, I decide I need to ice. I was like, I probably should put some ice it on swollen? it. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it feels better now because the swelling's gone now uh because i iced it but you would love this charlotte i go i go to my freezer to, to get ice oh. and my ice machine sucks at the mm -hmm. apartment i live in like this fridge like the the ice machine just like doesn't work that great and i i so i grabbed uh my yeti ice oh no <laughs> i oh have this block God. of yeti ice <laughs> And That's I'm just like... holding Yeti ice to my knee as I'm watching the OC reruns. It stayed cold for a while, <laughs> it I bet. Cold it stayed cold for a while. That's why uh, I'm laughing that also because when I self-diagnosed broke my pinky toe this summer, I used a Yeti ice. <laughs> I just stuck my foot on it and I was like, well, here we go. Uh, so that's pretty much it. And then uh, I went out on the boat yesterday. Um, that same again, boat? Same boat. And I was happy. So like the good and the bad. The bad was that I think I tore, I'm pretty certain I tore my meniscus. The good was that uh, I got invited for date number two on out on the boat. Damn, the, the guy I'm with so the boat, same guy. And I knocked, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I knocked out of the park. There was this, there's a, a situation where we were, we dropped the anchor uh, this guy likes to go, he t we take the boat up to Malibu and we just drop the anchor there. And I guess it's like, I don't know. It's cool. It's a fun time. I, oh, I, I, if you're going to, if you're going to pick a place to go, that seems pretty good. <laughs> so we drop an anchor, but there, uh, other boats have the similar idea to do that. So like every time we, I say every time we've done it twice, um, there are always like a handful of other boats that are in the same general area that we go to. One of these boats decided that he, 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 one of the guys on this other boat knew one of the guys on our boat. Um, and so they had the, the genius idea of tying up. They wanted to bring the boat over, link them up, put a few fenders yep. and then tie them yep. all together. Yep. What they did not uh, factor in, Charlotte, was that one, the, the waves were very choppy. Uh, oh, no. And number two, I think on between both boats, there were like maybe three fenders. <laughs> oh, my God. So, you're, so it's just like <laughs> knocking. That's and, such a nightmare. And the boats are hitting each other and, all, and and I'm sitting there, you know, I, uh, I have semi, I have a, a scotch of experience as we've talked mm -hmm. about it. Like I took mm -hmm. these sailing lessons and I'm like, I, I understand like kind of how boats work, but I'm not mm -hmm. going to step in. Cause this is like not my domain. I'm gonna let you guys figure out how to, to do all this. And then, uh, as, as the disaster is unfolding, I realize that nobody on either boat has any idea what they're doing. These are just oh, like God. guys that just like have, and the guy, the captain of our boat, not very nice guy, probably too nice. Cause he's just like letting this happen. He's like, I, I thought they knew what they were doing. He's like, I don't know what I'm doing. And everyone's looking around <laughs> and suddenly I'm like, all right, I'm going to make the call. Bad idea. Everybody go away. <laughs> um, and then the other, the captain of the other boat starts yelling, but we don't have an anchor. And I was like, what? And he goes, we, we can't, our anchor oh, doesn't work. So God. what this other boat does is just like does circles around us. It was, it was a whole nightmare. So anyway. I, so uh, they were anchor mooching. They were anchor, they were trying to anchor mooch. Yeah. You know what we yeah. call that in the biz? What's that? Rafting up. Oh, okay. I'll yeah. use that. You, you I'll use raft that. your boat. Yeah. We you raft, raft up. up to the other boat. You, you they, make they, a little... tried, 
they tried to raft up. Sounds um, like an absolute disaster. I mean, that I've seen, like, I, I see boats tie, I, I, I just say they tie them up. They raft up. Mm -hmm. um, but traditionally, it's on, like, a tiny-ass lake in Ohio or something, and it's, like, pontoon boats that are just, like, kind of chilling. And they just, yeah, like, no, tie, you know. Doing like, this on the ocean, like, I would like, <laughs> You know, this actually brings this. I wondered why I had such, like, a visceral reaction when you told me about the waves and the bumping, because when I... I hate when I start sentences this way, but when I taught sailing, okay, um, we would, the instructors would be in motorboats and we would, there were three motorboats. There were two littler ones and a bigger one. And we would put each little one on the other side. And on days where it was wavy, I would get so pissed at the other instructors because I'd be like, we can't do this. I'd be like, this isn't fun for anyone. Nobody wants this. The boats are smashing into each other and be like, but we want to hang out. And I'd be like, no hanging out. I'm taking this boat and leaving. It's like the most frustrating. It's like a yeah. really windy day when you're like, you can't, your hair's in your face and like every, it's yeah. just like the frustration of the elements that you you're like, we're not doing this. We're done. Yeah. So I'm glad that you had the presence well, of mind to say we're not doing this. The point of telling you all that was that through this situation, through me uh, taking the slightest initiative just to be like, bad idea. Don't mm. do this. <laughs> uh, I think I, I won some favor with the guy who owned like, so now I think I'm in is what I, I think that's the you announcement. You played like, you stepped in and like, were the bad cop when no one would be. Yes. And I, I officially have uh, some sort of uh, utility to the guy who owns the boat now. So he's, I, I feel like enforcer. I'm in. And now away we go. I have it. So if anyone, if, if any of you listening ever come to Marino Del Rey, hit me up. I know a guy with the boat. We'll I mean, I'm going to do that. We'll I'm coming up. back soon and I'm going to just, we're going to go on the boat. So, there but I'm going to be obnoxious because I'll be like, oh, I'll tie the cleat. I got it. Like, you need me to put the fenders out? Oh God, it's exhausting being. Oh anymore. man, fun times. Well, fun I times. hope your knee heals. It's because all right. okay, all right. Well, keep me posted. It's, it's all right. I don't know. We'll see what happens. No, I mean it's like any other thing that happens. Any other ailment, sickness, you name it. Uh, you just give it a week. Give it a week. Yeah, and, and if and if it still hurts after a week, you're like. We'll give it another week. Yeah, Feels, good. Okay. We'll see what it's healthy. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Um, uh, let's get to some emails. We've got one called uh, subject line college spelling chance. Mm. And this is I, I'm going to be honest, Mark. We got a few emails about things we talked about on the live show. And I actually don't remember a single thing we said. Like I, I read these emails and I was like, oh, yeah, I guess we did. see. I think I, you know, completely sober. I think I just blacked out for the entire show. Wow, I, Which I, is, that I think how you want to... Yeah, I, yeah. I, I remember the spelling chance though thing, so maybe I'll take yeah, this one. Yeah, me too. Okay, uh, yeah. okay. So, Char, Mark, Moses, and Jim. Jim! We got wow. a Jim shout-out. Okay. Producer Jim. I am. This is from Rochelle Ames, and she says, I'm actively listening to the live show, which is a lovely distinction because I think most people listen <laughs> yeah, most to podcasts people. passively. I also, before we get into this, I want to say the thing about the live show that was so interesting to me is like when we're talking just, you know, as the podcast, not in front of anyone. We can sort we sort of talk and like if we're background noise for people that's great but when you're doing a live show you're very aware that like you are wasting everyone's time yeah. and yeah. you feel I was like oh my god we have to really like we got to keep people engaged this whole time yeah, like that guy has think, checked his watch six times in the yeah. last five minutes yeah like he's not just doing the dishes with us in his ear yeah. he's like yeah. sitting here looking at us yeah. so um thank you to everyone who let us waste your time um so Rochelle says. Uh, I am a WSU alum, 
um, back to pack except UW. Also, welcome Charlotte to the Pac-12 After Dark fandom. We love hate it here. She mm -hmm. says, and we chant slash spell at the end of our fight song. So we end up spelling it out at least 10 times per game, depending on the number of times we score. I'll type it out with the cadence below. W-A-S-H-I-N, I can't really, anyway, she spells the whole thing. Washington State Cougs, which seems very long. Cougs as well. Washington Cougs. State, State. C-O-U-G-S. Yes. She says, oh although my, my dad... Also an alum, still cannot get the spelling right, <laughs> which I relate to so intensely. He graduated in 1979. He refuses to, quote, learn it, but he does try to pretend there are cheerleading-style arm movements that go with it. One final WSU fight song thing, the fight song minus the spelling, is in the movie Volunteers, sung by John Candy. She says, can't wait for the live show on campuses. Wow. Cheers, Rochelle. We'll have to check that out. For those who missed it, uh, we had a brief discussion during the live show. We were talking about, uh, I think Charlotte asked me, like, what is, what, what are the traditions at Ohio State uh, mm -hmm. with, with the, around the Ohio State football whole situation, scene, I guess. What are the, what are the Ohio State, if you're going to the Ohio State football game, what are some traditions? And I said, basically, yeah. every tradition is just spelling Ohio. That's it. It's either like OH and then another guy says IO. It's the marching band doing script Ohio. Everything is just like spelling. <laughs> or you do there's stadium ohio which i didn't even bring up during the show which is uh we just go around like if you're sitting on the one section you say oh then the next mm -hmm. it's like the wave except it's i actually o watched that H happen I -O. that's like every tradition is just spelling ohio and i was commenting on how funny that is and then we slowly realized there are a lot like that's true of a lot of schools and that's why uh what's her name rachel rochelle 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 wrote in to uh say washington state now now i because the idea of washington state cougs that feels very long uh I'm very. I'm curious now. What is the longest spelling that exists in college sports? Like oh the, maybe my god! The, we should make this yes. a quest to find Mississippi State Bulldogs. Do they spell out <laughs> the whole? <laughs> yes, please Ooh. tell us. Let us know if you have if you have spelled a very long name of a school before because. I relate to, to Rochelle, who says that her dad can't spell this still, despite graduating from this college yeah. in 1979. I can't spell anything. You put me on the spot, I'm not going to be able to do it. So I completely relate to being the person. It's like not really knowing the words to a song, but you mm -hmm. just sort of like fudge it. Like that, to me, seems like the smartest thing to do when it comes to spelling Washington State Cougs, because that's, that's entirely too long to spell. What was the example somewhat throughout uh, the show? Is it USC that spells like Southern California? Yes. Is that what we heard? I think yeah. that's what it was. Um, that's insane, too. I mean, so come on. We, we're, we're that that's gonna be a subplot of this tour is we're on the search for the longest chant i love <laughs> we're it like at least ohio state is just like oh h-i-o and then you're done we're not like w a -S -S well you know h-i-n-g-t-o-n-s-t-a-t-e-c-o-u-g <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> hard it's hard i as someone i have a long name charlotte it's nine letters i think see yeah i think it's nine letters and when i was in preschool uh, my best friend's name was Amy, and she's still one of my best friends, but I could spell Amy's name before I could spell my name oh. because it was way easier. And I would walk around the house, and she spelled it A-M-I-E, not not with a Y, and so I'd walk around the house going A-M-I-E, mm. A-M-I-E, A-M-I-E. And my parents were like, we should probably just work on it. Like, maybe we'll just do Char. Maybe we'll just do C-H-A-R. Yeah. You can get that. Oh, man. man. It's good. good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, all right. Another email about the live show was um, when this isn't really even a comment. It's just making fun of you, um, Perfect. which is at one point during the live show, um, we described a situation where your 17 year old high school self 
would be Tom Brady's backup for some no, reason. No, this was during the show uh, uh, you did in studio. Remember oh, we were God. talking See, about, I yeah, yeah, even... it all blends yeah, together. Right. Yeah. Uh, Zach Wilson, because I said, would you rather have two Zach Wilsons, who's twenty, who is Tom now Brady. 22 years old, or Tom Brady, who is <laughs> right. twice his age, right? and then have like me as a backup? And yeah, the debate rages on. <laughs> the debate, well, someone wrote in and said, quoted you saying, Charlotte, this is a very straightforward hypothetical as you were talking about that. And that made me laugh because it's oh, not. It's, like, you were confused no. by my hypothetical. Yeah. Thank you, Rod. Rod uh, Barkoff. Now, hold on. Let's add, let's add another layer. Uh, 44-year-old Tom Brady, or t two Zach Wilsons when he's 22 years old, or 44-year-old Tom Brady as a starter, 17-year-old me with a torn meniscus. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. You. Every time. Perfect. All Hands right. down. You'd heal so much more quickly than uh, yeah. a 22-year-old or a 44-year-old. You're 17. Yeah, it's a oh good point. Oh, my God. Good point. Um, we got an email about uh, college football realignment, which is what we talked about in our live show, if I'm not... Yes, you got that correct. Yes. If I remember that Let's correctly. just do a quiz of, like, did we talk about this or not? <laughs> don't, and Charlotte's like, I don't, I don't think so. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> I will have no idea. From Josiah Mainz. And he says, who are the funniest two new teams the Big Ten could add from a geographic standpoint? Mm. Doesn't have to be realistic or even possible since a lot of schools might not want to change conferences. Or if they do, they might not have the football talent or the academics to mesh with the rest of the Big Ten. That's pandering yeah. to you, Josiah. Yeah. You're pandering yeah, thank you, Josiah. He says, no. but let's say the Big Ten adds two new FBS teams from somewhere way outside their current geographic footprint. What schools should they add and why? Ever hopeful? Despite being I an think, Oklahoma State fan. <laughs> I think uh, beyond geography, the Big Ten is culture as well. Like, there's a Big mm. Ten um, vibe, if you will, mm -hmm. Charlotte. Which is why, like, Rutgers and Maryland don't fit in the – like, we added Rutgers, Maryland, and Nebraska around the same time. Mm -hmm. And more people were upset with Rutgers and Maryland because that's East Coast – Nebraska, we weren't as upset with because it like fits the vibe. They 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 know how to they know how to farm corn in Nebraska. <laughs> so you're welcome to the Big Ten. You're in. They have potatoes we, we, with every yes, meal in Nebraska. Yes. Come on in. Yeah. Uh, Maryland, Rutgers, your East Coasters. I don't I don't really know how we feel about this. So uh, it's not just geography. It's got to be that. And with that, I think like Pepperdine's a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> Like, are you kidding? Pepperdine's in Malibu. On the, it's like the most beautiful campus oh, on funniest, earth. Funniest, funniest. Isn't that what he said? That yeah, I was thinking. I got confused, and I was like, "What? What?" I completely oh, botched no, no, that. No, no. I, no, the funniest so, would be Pepperdine. I'm trying to think of like culture. Like Pepperdine obviously fits geographically. It makes no sense. Uh, but also like culturally, the idea of Pepperdine being in with the Big Ten. The idea of like Nebraska having to play at Pepperdine, and then you know. Wisconsin, right. Wisconsin versus Pepperdine, and like those Hawaii, fans are mingling. University of Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii would be a good one. Uh, UNLV, like Vegas. Yes. Throw Vegas in there. That is very much not Big Ten culture. Um, that would Miami. be perfect. What Miami. about the U? The U. <laughs> That's it. That's the funniest. Miami joining the Big Ten would be yeah. absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Um, although I think it's kind of funny that are they still in the ACC? Has that not? Yeah, changed? they're still in the ACC. Yeah. I think that I always thought that was funny. Yeah, the ACC is hilarious because uh, it's kind of like two. It's it's culturally two different conferences. Like the the SEC is the Southeastern Conference. Obviously, mm -hmm. that's what it stands for. The ACC is like the South and the East Conference. We're like the, the ACC makes zero sense. We're like the Southern schools in the ACC have like one vibe to them, and then there's like Boston College and Syracuse, and you know like Pitt, and they they're like. 
you know, and, and so like Clemson and Miami and Florida State are like, should we be in the SEC? Right. And and Pitt and Boston College are like, where do we belong? How do we fit into this? I don't the, know. ACC the ACC is just weird. all the schools that couldn't be in the SEC or didn't fit anywhere else. Yes. Yes. Kind Which of. means that yeah. the SEC is coming for the other ones. Yes. Yes. And and the ACC like slowly got good at basketball and then that became their, not slowly. I, I shouldn't have said slowly. They were always good at basketball, but that became like the identity of the ACC was like, all right, well, since the SEC is better at football, I guess we'll just be known as the basketball conference, which has served them well for a long time, Charlotte. But yeah. uh, we've arrived at 2021 where we've run the numbers and football <laughs> is all that matters. <laughs> yes, right. Oh, God. It's so true. So best of luck to you, ACC. We'll see Shout what out happens. Shout Clemson. Next. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Here's, here's a – this I actually do remember talking about this. This was from our show on Wednesday. Um, the subject line, which immediately caught my eye, is red practice jerseys feudalism question mark <laughs> this is from dan kelly Charlotte i don't Mark. know if we need to do we even need to read the email like that's one of those deals where the headline I'm, no I'm read the email we, but i'm like that, that is that is a well perfect written. that's a perfect subject of just it's, like <laughs> well dan really really crushed this one he says hi sorry to bother you guys at work but i think it's important <laughs> to consider the message being sent when a quarterback wears a no contact jersey during practice Sure, it's great for Aaron Rodgers that he's getting his black Escalade experience or whatever, but I'm concerned about the message that it sends to the dozens of other guys on the practice field about how expendable they actually are. Mm. It seems to that it would be pretty easy to say to all of the players, hey, you better not do anything that's going to injure anyone during practice. We need everyone healthy for the start of the season. Right. Or if you really need a visual cue, have everyone wear a red jersey. Right. But they don't do that. So, but, so, okay. And then he says, it is clear to me that this is a modern form of feudalism, though I will confess that I don't know what feudalism is or how it works. <laughs> but it seems like something that kings and lords and knights would experience if they played football in the 1300s or maybe a different century, depending on when feudalism was in vogue. I probably should have read about feudalism before sending this yeah. email, but I got distracted by how much the color analyst for Olympic diving sounds like Amy Sedaris. Love the show, <laughs> DK. I don't know what feudalism is, but this is definitely it. He makes a great point that uh, it, it, it it does kind of – it's supposed to illustrate that the quarterback – please don't touch the quarterback, but what it's really saying is everyone else can – you can kill everybody else. We don't right. care. That's really they can tear saying. their meniscuses, but we don't. Yeah, yeah. We don't. How, mind. how funny would it be if, like, the the guy who's the on the kickoff team, who's like, or the the the, the gunners, what they call it, the punter, uh, yeah. on the punt team, like the guy who you know starts out wide and then is supposed to run down and be the guy who makes the tackle. I think those are called yeah. gunners. Uh, the guy who's like a gunner in practice has to wear a green jersey because they're basically like, we really don't give a shit about that guy. Like, <laughs> like light this guy up. Yeah, and then, <laughs> or, and then like, in a green one. <laughs> important linemen have yellow jerseys where yeah. they're like, we realize they should practice this, but also yeah. don't screw this up but for please, us. Yeah. <laughs> or it's just your, your, whatever your contract is, that's how they, yes. that's just color-coded oh. by contract. If you're if over you're, 20 million, yeah. you're in a red jersey. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in the five to 10, it's yellow. Anything under five, you're yeah, wearing green. You're, you're green. And just get your ass lit up. We don't care. You're so <laughs> Very um, true, though. He makes a great point. Feudalism, what is it? Does anybody know? Uh, I, I envy those. I envy people that have a very good grasp of all the different types of governments and, and um, I, I don't know. I know exactly what structures. feudalism is. What is Not it? to brag. It's serfs. Feudal lords. They had their serfdoms. Yeah. Their, and, and basically you were just bound to that lord and you couldn't do anything about it. And it's did you did you watch The Great about Catherine the Great? 
Yeah, sure. No, I mean, I, yeah, I, I'm following. I'm tracking. Yes. Go okay. On. So there's a scene in that show, which is a great show. It's very, it's very dark and brutal about Russia, which is actually what Russia was like. I took a weird amount of Russian history. I don't know. Anyway, there's a scene where someone gets the measles. And so they just burn all of the serfs in the village. And that's basically what feudalism is. Is that like they would just kill everybody for to save the chance that the lords would get sick over helping okay. the serfs not get sick. They'd just be like, we're going to call it. That's feudalism, yeah. which is different from a monarchy. They go hand in hand. There the, were kings and queens at the, the same time, but then the it would trickle down to the lords, the feudal lords, who might not be kings and queens, but they sort of report up. I don't know. Maybe I don't know what feudal <laughs> is. No, I, I feel I always feel like I know what things are, and then if I try to explain them, I'm just basically explaining was, something else, you know? Yeah, that was a really humbling experience for me. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't I, I, I you know what we'll do some research we'll come back on Wednesday and there's and we'll always and I feel like there's always something that pops up on the internet where like people are observing more often than not the American government and how yes. the mechanisms are at work but like sometimes it's another country whatever and you'll see like people start using a, a, a word to describe whatever it is that you know like this is modern day feel like modern day feudalism yeah. if you will yeah. you know and I always have to Google that because like, I'm always like, I understand it. I thought I understood it. Like I, I remember taking this class in history in yeah. high school and passing, but I don't understand all the, like, why did we all settle on like calling what is happening right now? Fascism or whatever. Right, like, you know? how, did, like, how did we get here? Like, well, what, what the fascism tenets, one I get. I get the fascism the, one. No, when, well, like when the fascism one, I was like, what are the tenets of fascism? I don't oh. actually remember. Like, what's the difference between fascism and a dictatorship? And like, you know what I'm yeah, like? No. You know, and then I'm you trying start to like thinking, suss all this out. <laughs> you're like, what's the difference between socialism and communism? Because if you ask yes, me right now, yes, I actually can I mean. tell you. Exactly. But like, I see it and I pretend that I understand. I'm convinced. That everybody, it. I used to think that I was the only one who didn't understand things. Yes. I used to think that everybody understood everything all the time, and I was the only one who didn't. And it was very freeing when I realized that nobody understands anything ever. Charlotte, you want to get a bunch of people mad at you, uh, call America like a democratic or a, a, a democracy. That's it. If you call, if you call America democracy, then people are like, we're actually a democratic republic or a republic democrat democracy of a... <laughs> You know, because like a true, a true democracy, Charlotte, is where we all vote on everything, where there's mm. like, uh, we decide like when, when it's time to decide, should Florida have a mask mandate or not, all the citizens of Florida vote. And and that's not how we work because we elect representatives to then vote on the things to, to for then us. for. So oh. we're not a democracy. We're not a true democracy. A representative what we are democracy. A represent yeah, I don't know. Like all these things. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Hey, this is why we do and it's sports. Like, and, and and you think like you. It's one of those deals where like you think you have an understanding of something and then you realize and and yeah, I don't know. Because and I, then you I, start I, thinking about it and you're like, why do we do things this way? The more you know, the more you realize you don't know anything and. Mm -hmm. Then you just detach, and that's it. And you're just and like, you... I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go into sports media. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm gonna do sports for a living. Guess this is guess this is where we're gonna end up. Much easier. Um, speaking of sports, here's a good one. Uh, subject line should be Olympic events from Dustin Brewer. Hey Charlotte, Mark Moses, and the PSP team. After seeing the viral table tennis volley, I think it's. Did you see that by the way? I did. Yeah. It was incredible. For anyone who didn't see it, it was a ping pong, I'm sorry, table tennis uh, match where one guy ran around the table somehow mm -hmm. to hit the shot to beat the other guy. It was out mm -hmm. of control. Go look it up. 
Uh, Dustin says, I think it's only right that the IOC immediately add foosball and air hockey to the games and create a tabletop triathlon. Yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, and it's only, it's only junior high kids that are drinking a bunch of Mountain Dew that can play. And yes. there's like a few arcade games sprinkled in there too. <laughs> or, or college it's, kids, like seven beers in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, they're always putting their beer on the table. Like as they're playing ping pong, they like set the beer on the table and it makes like a ring on the and table. And it's a penalty, you know? but they and do it's it It's a anyway. penalty, but they do it. Yeah. Cause they're like, I can't help it, dude. What do you want? Where, where am I supposed <laughs> to put my beer? Where am I like, not on the table, dude. That's new. I just, just got me? that pool table refelted, and you're like, I wh where do I put my beer? You got to put cup holders on the pool table. If I'm gonna... <laughs> Did you have friends like or friends' parents who would just like the only thing they cared about was whether you put something on the pool table or not? Yes. Yeah. I have. Ju I just have vivid memory, and I was always the one putting things on or like sitting on the pool table. Yeah. And they'd be like, you can't do that. My parents were smart enough. Uh, I remember my dad's logic. It's one. Of, this is one of those deals where, like, as I get older, I I, I have the aha moment where I'm like, ah, oh, that's why. Like my dad, yeah. my dad maybe was a genius. Um, he when my dad uh, came across a little discretionary income at one point in time when my brother and I were, you know, adolescents. Mm -hmm. uh, the, there was a debate in the family as to whether we buy a pool table or a ping pong table to put <laughs> in the basement. Mm -hmm. And my dad was basically just kept arguing that like he's going to lose his mind over the pool table. They're like, we got to keep it in pristine condition. Like you got to always change the parts and make sure the yeah. tips of the, the cues are all good. And like, you know, everything. And he's like ping pong, like you kind of buy the table and he's like, it, it, it just seems like it's easier maintenance. So let's do that. And now that I get older, I do think about it. Cause I, that, that was all my other, my friends with pool tables. That was like the deal. It was like their parent, like we'd be down there playing pool. And like you just see like the dad, like peeking around the stairs of the basement. Yeah, like, the dad would cut like, all right? <laughs> yeah, I had, no, I think I had a, I had a friend whose mom was really obsessive about it too. And like one of them would just come downstairs to check if there was like, like liquid anywhere near the pool table. <laughs> And it was always, I was always the one screwing up. And so I completely understand your dad's re Also, a ping pong table, I think the whole point is that it deteriorates. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yes. I don't know a single ping pong table that didn't get warped in some way. And that right. was like part of the game. That's part of the game. And, and it was like uh, the course in golf. It was the table in ping pong. It's harder too with ping pong to uh, do anything other than play the game that's designed to be played with pool or billiards, if you will, uh, it's very easy to like, should we be playing this? Or what if we just put all the balls on the table and just start like throwing them around and like, <laughs> yes. or like you're playing a game and like a guy, one guy's like takes a swig of beer and he's like, watch this, watch this trick shot. And he's like taking the cue and like shoving it into the felt to like try to yes. pop the cue ball, you know, like that, that always happens with a group of young guys. Uh, whereas ping pong, I think like if I, if I think back on it, like the only thing that we really did was we do the deal where you you take your shirt off and if you score a point, <laughs> I know do you know about the, you know you, you know about this? You, you just ping pong like you know, smack the, the ping pong, yeah, at the guy's back, and leave a welt. That's yeah, uh, that's about it. Otherwise, I had friends in college who didn't even have a table but had the paddles and the ping pong balls and would just, just take their shirts off. And I remember being like, I my IQ is is rapidly falling as I watch this happen. It was, it was one of the most, and they would pull their shirts up and like put them over their head like a kid would do when they scored yeah. a goal in soccer and just stand there and be like, all right, my turn. Yeah. And I'd be like, men shouldn't be in charge of anything ever. This is a yeah. horrible idea. Yeah, that's great. But yeah, ping pong, the only thing that ping pong lend itself to was like inevitably leaping over the table to yeah. get a shot. 
Yeah. And then you end up on the table, but it wasn't, it doesn't really, you're right. It doesn't invite shenanigans the way a pool table does. Yeah. Yeah. The pool table invites a lot of shenanigans. And I, I think frankly, they just cost a lot more money. So maybe that was it. But they anyway. are wildly expensive. Yeah. Pool tables. Yeah. I once asked the parents how much I was like, okay, so for <laughs> reference, like just so I know why you care yeah. so much. And they were like, it is thousands and thousands of dollars. <laughs> and I was like, well, then why do you have it? I was like, go to a bar and ruin yeah, theirs. Yeah, they were you like, do? you're 13. And I was like, fair. Anyway, um, here's another one about the Olympics that I love. This is from Patrick Clark, uh, subject line, Club Olympics. Mark and Char. On the topic of Club Olympics, I've always thought it would be fun to see an American Olympics where teams are made up of only residents of each state. Love it. Yes. Sure, a handful of states would have a population advantage, but that's how the International Olympics work already. It would be fun to see underdogs from all over the country win medals for their state. We could all have fun rooting against Florida. Looking forward to your visit to Madison this fall. I'll follow up with my mm. local cheese curd rankings. Wow, Go Blue, very presumptive. Very presumptive that we will be making our way to I Madison. Know. But, uh, I know, but, but also we probably is he, will. <laughs> is he right or is he wrong? We'll never tell. But also, that would be pretty sick. Mark, I, like, I, I like Madison. Yes, I love Madison. I hope we go there. I love this idea because I think it would be incredible to see, like, Florida, unfortunately, would just win at swimming because that's who, where all the swimmers live. But, like, yeah. Wisconsin would win at curling every year. Who Who is the Yankees of America? Is it California? Yes. Like, oh, who's the, t who's the state down. that everyone's like, I hate those guys so much. And they're like, you, and then they're like, we hate, you only hate us because we're better than you. That's got to be Mark, California, California right? has California has every sport. You can ski there, you, like yeah. winter, summer Olympics, it, it, the volleyball. That's a great point. That reminds me of uh, when I was on the boat in Malibu yesterday. Um, it went, no, 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 no. That wasn't when I was on the boat. It was when I was playing beach volleyball the day before. Uh, there was a guy there. Who, <laughs> I'm, that is just... <laughs> I hope everyone could see my face as you were talking, I, the, but they the, can't because it's a podcast. I love the idea too of uh, like, I, I mean, I'm not even a, I'm not even the most extreme example, not even close to it, but I do feel loyalties to certainly Indiana and Ohio. Like I, I spent 18 years in Indiana, 13 yeah. years in Ohio. I went to school, and you know, I, I Indiana, I love. I, I will always be a Hoosier, but Ohio was like the first decision I made. You know, as an adult, right. I can live anywhere. I want to go to school here. I want to live here. Um, I'm not just doing this because my parents live here. Uh, I feel loyalty to both. And I, I like this idea because you're gonna put you're gonna put people like me and even you maybe. I don't know. Are you a New Yorker now, Charlotte? People are asking. I don't know. I don't are, know you Mark. A, are you a Maine? Are you a, a, a Maine? So here's the thing. Like I would I would ride or die for Maine. Yeah. Okay. Well there you and go. And I don't I, know that you would have to add like woodsman competitions to this yeah. for Maine to win anything, I think. But it's not as clear what I would do. And uh thankfully I'm not an athlete that's worth like being recruited to either state but like i love the idea oh, i of, think you would get recruited for sure i love the idea of say someone like a mike conley for example who is similar to me he yeah. went to school he, he's even got ties to like arkansas and stuff but uh now he has to decide what state are you representing mike and he's like mm, i don't know and we just uh that that would be more i think that would be more entertaining to me than the actual kids just like I watching, think so too. watching people decide like watch who, people decide who they want to represent it would be like it wouldn't be optional it would be like the draft like you yeah. had to, you would get you would get drafted by a state you could get drafted by several states though and then you choose but you have to yeah. play if you're drafted like you can't yeah. opt out but wait are, are you just describing professional sports now yeah but it would be like for the olympics okay but you can All opt right. out of professional sports. If you don't want to play in the NBA, you don't have to. Yeah. 
But if you if you get drafted to play basketball for Ohio, the state, I think not Ohio State. I think I think you're describing the Civil War here. I think that's what this, that's what's going on. It's like the Union Army. <laughs> I'm like, and you. it's only football. And, and by fight. football, I mean war. <laughs> you must fight in the Union Army. Yes, yeah. and we were going to fight. Um, yeah, I, California would be hated. I think t- Texas would definitely be hated. Florida would be hated, right? Yeah. Who, who would be sneaky hated? Massachusetts. That we're not thinking about Massachusetts because people hate the Patriots so much. Yeah, but Massachusetts wouldn't be that good at stuff though. So I think that would like. Uh, We'd be decent. Please. We'd be okay at hockey. Okay. <laughs> Who's watching that? <laughs> okay, oh, come take. on. It's icing, Mark. Everybody watches um, hockey. You'd be okay at hockey, but Minnesota would smoke you. Wisconsin oh, would smoke you. Michigan would smoke that. you, right? Yeah. North Dakota. Like, all those are the... Alaska would probably be awesome at hockey. Um, Alaska would be sneaky good at golf. <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I think I once watched a video about th- golf in Alaska. That's why I said that. I'm trying to think of the state that would be like w- would quickly emerge as I can't believe how much I hate them, but I really hate them. Um, I could see a southern I state. I could see something like Georgia or something. Yeah. Oh God, I I could see Georgia really. Because the, the culture not, everyone from it, Atlanta it yeah. like loves being from Atlanta so much exactly, that everyone yes, in Georgia would be say. so obnoxious about it. The Atlanta culture of like you wouldn't get it because you're not from here, and I'm like, yeah. I I didn't say I did get it, and they're like, no, but you don't get it, and I'm like, I know I don't get it, and they're like, yeah, you don't get it. I'm like, I, what are we doing? I don't Sorry. get it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, that's a good that's that, that's a great idea though. I like this idea, um, but I also think. Uh, I also think this idea might be a reality of the way this the path this country's headed towards. Yeah, of, we're, <laughs> like yeah, we're this, is, this is getting a little too real. Um, yeah. Well, speaking of the Midwest, here's one about the Guardians, uh, another Ohio-based email, um, the Cleveland Guardians. Yep. So this is an email from Anthony Sheff. And he wrote in and he said, you mentioned it seems like they haven't put much thought into it and wondered if they even secured the website Guardians.com. Yeah. So he looked into it. It is a domain actively up for sale. He says, it's possible that the MLB team has already acquired this domain and the banner is incorrect. I submitted an inquiry to see about buying the domain since MLB paid 375000 for rangers.com. I think any purchase amount below 200000 for guardians.com would be a steal and an easy way to make a few hundred grand. If somehow the MLB team didn't acquire Guardians.com before announcing the name change, then that is a totally unforced error on their part. Announcing the name change with MLB's nine-figure domain purchase history dramatically increased the value of the domain. Anyway, I put in an offer of $50,000 for the domain, which I'm quite sure will be rejected since I'm sure the team has reached out by this point, or someone else has thought the same thing. If I somehow were able to get this domain, should I sell it to the MLB team at a modest price markup to take advantage of their lack of planning and foresight? Or should I instead turn it into a ridiculous novelty site making fun of (laughs) Cleveland sports? How much would Fox pay to advertise a people sports podcast on Guardians.com once the name change is official? Great question. If you're if you're sitting on guardians.com, what is the move with that? I just checked, by the way, Clevelandguardians.com goes to the uh, uh, roller derby team. Guardians.com. Guardians.com is, in fact, up up in the air. We don't know what's going I mean, on with that one. I think that's brilliant. I'm a little upset that I didn't think of that. Yeah. I don't uh, know that I have 50 grand to just yeah, put no, on the website, <laughs> but that sounds awesome. Congrats to Anthony. Yeah, congrats to Anthony on, the, on, on killing <laughs> must, his life. Must be nice to invest. Uh, or maybe he's not, you know? Like, honestly, like, maybe Anthony's just, like, a 
a degenerate psychopath that just like <laughs> yeah that's true we don't know we don't know He's, people he, do things he, he pumped a hundred thousand dollars into Doge, dogecoin or whatever it's called he's <laughs> <laughs> like so like, i don't have this money it's all it's like uh, i'm never looking back <laughs> trolling is trolling cleveland the move is is selling it for i think you just sell it for the profit right i think that's well you, here's the thing know. it depends how much effort you're willing to put in because i'm someone who if i could do one thing and make money off it i would rather do that than do a sustained variety of things and potentially yeah. make more money like if you think right. you can make a lot of money selling t-shirts or like making money off of trolling cleveland and you're willing to commit to the bit then like great i would so much rather just cash out right i would say, i don't I would... like doing things i don't right. have the energy I would rather just degrade myself once and for a lot of money than like have a job. <laughs> then, like, oh show, then like work a career for like We're 30 years. We're going to get weird emails now. <laughs> yeah. I would rather, if all told, if everything's the same, I would rather just get it over with than like, yeah. yeah go, Honestly, uh, Mark, I had a moment this morning where I was just feeling, I was just like, do you ever have those days where I feel like everybody probably has these days where I love my job. I feel so grateful for my career. I have a really lovely life. But I was like, you know, if someone would just give me a bunch of money and I could delete yeah. just everything, everything from the internet and yeah. peace out. And then I saw, I was trying to find an article that I'd written. And so I Googled myself and I saw that the most frequent searches is um, the first one is what happened to Charlotte Wilder. And I was like, what yeah, what, what happened? I'm literally, I was like, I'm right oh, here. No. And so I was like, wouldn't that be wild if it was like the D.B. Cooper thing where I just totally just peaced out. I came into some money, deleted any record of myself, hired like reputation.com to scrub my reputation from the Internet, which is a thing. And just and then maybe like five years later, show up and I'm like, hey, I wrote a novel. <laughs> I, my mind just immediately went to like a, a M. Night Shyamalan type shitty horror movie idea where you're alive the whole time. And you're right in front of no one can see you like you're you're participating inside society maybe it's been made before i don't know i th this might be an example yeah, of me inventing said, something that's already happened. Even... uh charlotte <laughs> you definitely like a kid's that's like a that was like a nickelodeon that's like the secret life of alex mack <laughs> oh, <laughs> her secret was she's like she becomes mercury goo. or something she turns into goo but like... she turns into goo uh but you are alive you are participating in society you uh but only like three people can see you and you slowly realize that like the rest of the world doesn't actually see you and now everyone's like trying to find you and you're just like screaming i'm right here why can nobody see me no, that's a bad idea that's a bad no 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 do you know what i think of i think of anytime i lose my keys or my headphones i think of i know that they're somewhere in the house and i think of them being so frustrated with me just screaming like we're right, <laughs> here, right here but i can't see them because it's like honey keys. i shrunk the kids and the kids are just like in the grass like like don't step on me and you're rick moranis with your eyeglass <laughs> your magnifying glass like where i know you're down here somewhere yeah exactly like that uh, just well, like that i think i think it's really uh a dire situation when that's when that google search changes to whatever happened to charlotte wilder like that's what true. happened right now you're still in, you're still okay it's still a little like who's murky. searching that who's searching <laughs> the but other one was like, the other one is charlotte wilder married and then the other one was how tall is charlotte wilder and i was like i'm so glad all of these searches have to do with Here. my actual job in solidarity, I'll Google myself real quick and see what it's awful. Uh, don't do it. Pops I don't, up. It was a terrible oh. decision. Um, people all 
Well, I searched Mark Titus. People also ask, what happened to Tate from the ringer? <laughs> That's good. I don't mind that one as much. What is a trillion in basketball? Where is Mark Titus from? And who is Titus and Tate? Are the four okay. that popped up for me? Those aren't bad. All right. Well, all it. I need is to, I need to crack your top, your top <laughs> four searches. I think Why people search you when they search me. Be careful what you wish for, by the way, because like you're gonna get on there one time. It's gonna be like, why is Charlotte Wilder the worst? Why? Like, <laughs> oh no, they're Charlotte, already. I trust Charlotte. me. I've I searched Reddit once. Don't ever do that. Don't ever. Do Don't that. ever ever uh, ever do that. Back to I, I had this other thought. We'll wrap up uh, this this particular yeah. email because um, it, it was about the domain name. Uh, the idea of using Guardians to troll Cleveland sports. I I feel like Charlotte, and this is the Ohio part of me talking. Uh, Cleveland trolling has is slightly played out in the sense that the Cavs won the title. And I think that the, the, the yeah. whole point of mocking Cleveland was like, you guys will never win anything. The city's a dumpster fire. Uh, remember and, that time and your, your sports, river caught on fire? Yeah, your river caught on fire and your sports team suck. And then the Cavs won the title. And in my and then the Indians go to the World Series. They didn't win, but they were right there in game seven against the, they go to game seven in extras against the, uh, the Cubs. Um, to where like, I don't feel like, you know, you could still make fun of Cleveland for a lot of reasons, but it's not the, in my mind, it's not like the city of like, LOL, Cleveland. I agree. A lot of it, people it, disagree, but, and so my question is, what is the city? Who, what well, is the city now, that, if not Cleveland? I think that people, I think that it's interesting when you watch this shift happen where the city that everybody used as a punchline suddenly isn't really, because I mean, the Browns made it to the AFC championship. They're, um, you know, they're the, not, the, 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 wait, the division. They, they, they made it to the division, right? But yeah. No, no, Who no. Made it, no. To the, it was Chiefs. Let's gaslight. The, the Bills did. Oh, right. Okay, right? sorry. But, like, the, the Browns got into the playoffs for the first time since 1995, I believe. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. okay, that – once you do something like that, sure, the Browns can – you can still joke about the Browns because they didn't win anything. But, like – so I think that the city – I mean, the fact that one isn't immediately popping into my head is sort of – Yeah. Um, hmm. Oh, the Lions. Detroit. Yeah, Detroit's Detroit's probably the one. But that I feels think. like punching down. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like Detroit well, that's, is well, that's, 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 that's the exercise, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. But I'm I mean like the, as a city, like I think that Detroit is, you know, I guess Cleveland like, if has... you want to punch up, it'd be New York right now, I guess, right? But like Yeah. The the Knicks are a dumpster fire in the eyes of many, even though they've they they won one playoff game and everyone lost their mind. Uh, yeah, I was there. Certainly the Jets are fun to make fun of. The Mets are fun to make fun of. The Giants but the, are fun the, the to Giants, make fun of? The Giants, I don't know. They're like The Yankees, they pretend like they're in a World Series drought. It's been like a decade, slightly more than a decade. Yeah, it's very embarrassing for the Yankees. <laughs> if you the have Yankees footage feel of, bad. If you have footage of your team celebrating a World Series title in high def, <laughs> uh, you're not in a World Series drought. <laughs> That's a great point. Like, the last time, the, the last time the Guardians, I'm sorry, uh, the, the yeah. last time the Cleveland baseball team um, won a title, like television didn't even exist. <laughs> it's <laughs> true. Like, it was like, like zero black and white so pictures. And, <laughs> uh, and 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 the Yankees are like, it's been 12 long years since we. <laughs> I hate yeah, the I don't so know. Much. I don't know. I don't know who it would be, but Detroit would probably be the best answer, I'd say. But I don't know. They they had the oh, Red you Wings know in what? the 90s, no, right? No, Minnesota sports. Like we Minnesota's get so many emails about how Minnesota, like we are never talking about how unhappy their Minnesota is the real answer because Minnesota is such a loser city, which I I say just sports wise. Like Min yeah. Minneapolis is actually awesome. I love yeah. Minneapolis so much, but uh. 
the Minnesota sports are such a loser that even in talking about the biggest losers, they don't even exactly. want that. They, they don't you don't think of them. You never think of Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. You never think of Minneapolis. So they or... won that. They won it being the yeah. worst, maybe. Yeah. Congrats. There you go. Congrats Good job, Minnesota. To, uh, <laughs> congrats to Minnesota. Um, oh, yeah. Also Atlanta, but. That's that, true. I mean, they did their soccer team won, so. That's a good, um, Atlanta's a good, I think Atlanta has slowly become, because uh, I, I think Atlanta would be the internet's answer right now, that if you're trying to make memes about a city that always loses, or a state that always right. loses, I think Atlanta is like, kind of the answer right now, but yeah. it's not the best answer, I think Detroit and Minnesota, anyway. Detroit and Minnesota. Um, Alright, we're gonna end on um, two emails. Um, one is uh from Stephen Hoffman. He says, this is from two weeks ago because I didn't, we didn't do a Monday pod last week. He says, I listened to the latest honorable mentions pod yesterday and enjoyed your evaluation of the works of Uncle Cracker. However, I had forgotten what an insidious earworm follow me is and just you fumbling your way through the chorus was enough to get it stuck in my head. Here it is nearly 24 hours later and it is still stuck in my head. Since you have caused my problem, I'm going to invite you to be part of the solution. Do you have a go-to song to get another song out of your head? Love the show and ever hopeful, Steve H. Now here's the problem: is our is the new song you're trying to just extract the first song out of your head using mm -hmm. the new song, or you're trying to replace? Is this an no, Indiana Jones situation it. where you're quick switch? You know, or no, is no, it, no. Because there's have a lot. An there's a lot that are quick switches for me. But like, What's then you're just switch? stuck in the same. Pro I don't know. Like, like the song that never ends is a great one. But then now you have that song. Oh stuck god, in your I head hate forever. that song. Yeah, but like, it'll get whatever other song you had in your head out. I. But, now that's, but that's now just that's worse. Yeah. That's worse. So that doesn't. That's a bad answer, Mark. I have. I have a weird one, which is. Um, it's a classical. It's a piece of classical music. Okay. And it was. Um, this is so embarrassing that I'm saying. Did you ever watch Masterpiece Theater on PBS? <laughs> Masterpiece. Masterpiece. It was like oh. they put on great. They put on like adaptations of great books. On oh like, no! Yeah, Ma masterpiece. Oh, I. I oh my masterpiece. God. I thought you said Master P apostrophe S Masterpiece Theater <laughs> on PBS, and I was like, that show sounds amazing. Like, I, I, how no. have I never heard of this? No, Masterpiece <laughs> Theater, and no. Sesame Street did a spoof of it. And they had, it was, it was, I think it was Sir Alistair Cook who did the intro to it every week. And they had Sir Alistair Cookie. And it was, it was Cookie Monster dressed up in a maroon velvet blazer. And it was the greatest thing I'd ever seen at the age of six. Because my mom watched Masterpiece Theater. And there, the intro song, I forget what, it is a piece of classical music that I used to know the name of. But I just think it is a Masterpiece Theater song. It goes, and I and any since I was a kid, anytime I had a song stuck in my head, if I sing that one, it actually gets the other one out and doesn't replace it with anything. What you know, Charlotte, you have your process, and I think that's the important part here. If it's crazy but it works, it's not crazy. So uh, there you go. This um, can still be a little crazy. The song currently stuck in my head because I've been making my way through the OC as as first reported on the People Sports Podcast. Um, Huge if true. Uh, is is the theme song, Calif the California, and and it's it's mm. gotten to the point where I start singing it and then I replace California with like 
whatever whatever i'm about to do so like as i was walking to go play beach volleyball i'm like beach volleyball here we come (laughs) back so you know i just like sing it in my head (laughs) that's good i like that you know what i've been doing that with there's a new lord song called stoned at the nail salon which is just it sounds it's about exactly what it sounds like but i keep changing stoned to whatever word i want so i'd be like i'm stuck at the nail salon or like Mm -hmm. Eating breakfast at the nails. The nails. Yeah. So it's good that go. we're both. Uh, you get it. Yeah. We're on the same that. page there. Uh, um, who, who wrote in? What was the guy's name? Steve. I've, Steve, I have a solution. Uh, you now have Hey Soul Sister by Train in your head. No, Mark. <laughs> why? Godspeed. Awful. Good luck to you. The next three to five days trying to get that out of your head. <laughs> okay. This is, this is the last email I'm going to read, and you'll understand why. The subject line is Chattahoochee from Sammy Perfect. Clough. What's up, guys? Thanks for reading my Uncle Cracker email last week. Just wanted to bring up Chattahoochee by Alan Jackson again for the day ones. You guys are my favorite mm. podcast ever. Keep it going. Also, yep. my last name is pronounced like tough. That's oh, it. Oh, did, did you mess that up? Yeah, I said Sammy Claw last time. Oh, so it's Clough? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Anyway, uh, he just brought up Chattahoochee by Alan Jackson, which if you haven't been listening since the inception of the show... It is our favorite music video of all time. Yeah, it's 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 pretty perfect. It's uh, Alan Jackson wearing a Dallas Cowboys jersey and, and cowboy boots and uh, a cowboy hat and water skiing. And jeans. Yeah, and jeans. Most importantly. <laughs> and that's pretty much... <laughs> yeah. That pretty much covers it all. I mean, that was... Yeah. Uh, the Chattahoochee River goes through Georgia, right? I think, so... Sure. Bring it full circle. Tennessee? Jo- bring it full circle. I don't think Georgia can be... I don't think we can make LOL Atlanta or Georgia jokes when you have ownership over the Chattahoochee music video. That's a great point. You know, like I think you've you've won forever. I think that is bigger than winning any Super Bowl or anything else. Um, Yeah. So if you've got that, you've got Chattahoochee. Yeah, it is. I just Googled it. It's in Georgia. Georgia and Alabama. Oh, it becomes the Georgia Alabama line. Not to be confused with Florida Georgia line. Yeah, I was going to say that's a band. Kind of. Um, Mark, there's one thing that we have to talk about, though, before yeah. I sign off, which I'm sorry um, to to do to you, but Peyton Manning uh, posted a picture of himself or the NFL, po- I don't know, somehow a picture of Peyton Manning hit the internet where he is standing with Tom Brady at the Hall of Fame induction ceremony where they unveiled a bust of himself, yeah. of Peyton, which, quick sidetrack, busts of sports figures are the funniest things in the entire world yes i agree okay did you see did you see when Peyton manning unveiled his bust his dad like tapped his forehead no (laughs) that was the first thing i thought he was making a joke because i thought he was like son you got a big ass forehead just wait did he tap the bust's forehead the bust's forehead yeah the butt like like it looked like archie was like yep got that part right your big ass forehead you got there (laughs) that's so good well in the picture circulating peyton's shirt is sweaty from the neck to right above his belly button and then the rest of it is dry and he's standing there with his arm around tom brady and i i have several questions one how did that happen two did they not realize it before they posted the picture three if they did realize it and posted the picture anyway i so respect that because they're like yeah peyton was sweaty what do you want us to do about it but tom brady wasn't sweaty at all which makes me wonder was peyton just very nervous if no one else was sweaty and it wasn't that hot, like what is going on here? Do you see the picture? I don't. Where I'm trying to find it. I don't. I don't know what. Uh, 
I don't know where it is. How do I it, find Oh, the this? Colts put it out. That's what it was. Okay, hold on. I gotta... They just dropped it you in got a little the link? chat. Yeah, but I can't click on the link, so I gotta copy and paste it. Hang on. It's very analog. All right. Uh, here we go. Peyton me. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh, no! Do you see that? <laughs> yeah. I think if he buttons up his jacket, he can hide it well enough but, but he doesn't really. like but he it doesn't felt like an intentional jacket. choice to stay sweaty yeah is tom brady on his tiptoes it looks like he's kind of on his tiptoes yeah i also don't it think they like, like each other very much. i don't i don't think they do either that I think... picture like they hated each other they had to have or at least they were competitive yeah. to the point where I don't, I don't think they hated each i think they were just like yeah you're just like another quarterback what that was always my read on them it's like i kind of like yeah you're good you're it's whatever but we're not like best friends and then you pretend yeah. to be best friends because i don't know you I, what a weird yeah do you think peyton's like mad that brady's still playing and he isn't um i don't know i think i wouldn't probably, be i'd be like dude yeah. you're crazy that you're still playing sports. yeah you're, you're kind of you're 44 <laughs> yeah yeah i also think that like there's no way to I guess, like, the only reason you'd be mad is is that you thought there's like, a GOAT debate. But I don't think there's – for a lot of people, there was never a debate that Brady was better anyway. But um, I don't think any of it matters as much in football. I think right. that's, like – I don't know. I think that's just, like, residual effect of basketball talk that, like, GOAT debates made their way into football. I think Where, like, so, too. I don't think football players actually care. I do think basketball players, like, grow up caring about that now. Yes. Of, like – like I don't know, like it's in Zion's head. Zion Williamson is like, or Luca is like thinking like, could I maybe be the goat? How? What do I have to do? How do I? Maybe not. I don't know. But that's my read on it. Or like Patrick Mahomes, I don't think he gives a single damn about like how do I get to a point no, where I can like, go down as the greatest of all time. He's like, first of all, I can throw a football into a trash can a hundred yards away without yes. looking. So tell me I'm not the greatest. Tell me Second I'm not of the all, goat. Yeah. I just made five hundred million dollars by signing right. my name. So like, I think I'm all set. What I. I think that's the reason if you're Peyton, you're mad at Tom Brady because he's like he's he's putting the GOAT conversation out of reach. But right. I also think if you're Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, like maybe that's it. Maybe like Brady's the only guy that's ever cared about being the GOAT, <laughs> which is why he was ended up being the GOAT. The rest of them were like, I, was this a contest? I didn't realize like, we were... Oh, you were playing a game that we yeah. didn't know we were I didn't playing. Know we were... Yeah. Did this Congrats, start already? Man. <laughs> yeah. It's also hilarious that Peyton's getting his bust unveiled while Brady's still he's like, We're gonna win another Super Bowl. <laughs> it's like Brady could have been standing there like getting his uh, I, I would love to see I think it would be funnier if they had inducted Brady while he was still playing because they're like, Well, you're around the same age, so we'll just yeah. like put you in. But instead he's it's like he ran it's like he's running it's like everyone was running a marathon, and Brady was like, I'm going to run three ultra marathons. And they're like, yeah. you would have just won the marathon, man. Like, yeah. You could have stopped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Congrats. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still uh, confused by goat and bust, meaning there, there are two meanings to goat, and there are two meanings to bust in sports, and they are polar opposites of what... <laughs> The meanings, it's like flammable and inflammable mean the same thing. This is like the opposite of that where Wait, you can what? be a go, huh? Inflammable? Yeah, infl inflammable. Isn't flammable and inflammable? They both mean you can capable of being lit on fire. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I never oh, okay. put that together. <laughs> inflammable. Never... Yeah. Means it can, it's flammable. It's flammable. Yeah, I believe. <laughs> This is the stupidest right? language in the entire world. Isn't it? 
Am I am I stupid? No, I think I'm stupid. Wait, inflammable means or is that? <laughs> no, I'm stupid. Wait a second. You're stupid. Okay. <laughs> no, both flammable and inflammable mean the same thing, despite the fact that they look like opposites. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah, not stupid. Okay. You're stupid. Well, you're you're I'm in fact stupid. stupid. <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> no. Uh, goat means it used to mean you know you were the guy that that dropped the game winning touchdown. You were the mm -hmm. guy that that had the grab. Bill Buckner, you're a goat. You're the goat. Did it Bill really Buck mean that? Yeah. Was it used goat. as a you're bat? The, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, you're the goat. You 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 screwed that up. You're the you're the goat. And then now goat means you're the greatest of all time. Wow. And then bust is like I can't believe the we biggest draft you. bust, right? Yeah. But then now or, it's also like here's your here's your yeah. bust. Here's here's your bust. It's also funny because bust home. means chest. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. um, maybe this podcast is over. Who's got the biggest bust size? Who's got the biggest the... bust in the hallway? In the hallway. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well. Good times. Great stuff, Mark. <laughs> there it is. Um, send us more emails, guys. Let's keep these email centipedes going. I love when we talk and, uh, about the same thing over and over. Yeah, and in the meantime, go watch the Chattahoochee music video, and we will see you guys later this week. Yeah, you'll thank us later.